Hello. 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 <laughs> How are you? Not too bad. Hey, were you trying to call me? No. Um, no. It said okay. that you were calling me. Yeah, it said that you were calling me, and then it just kept saying connecting, connecting. So I wasn't sure what that meant. <laughs> That's interesting because some sometimes I'll just leave it alone, and then it'll yeah. the app will call you when it's scheduled. And sometimes I feel like. It, it's not doing that so it's that's weird yeah i think it's having some connecting issues anywho yeah i'm so looking forward to this same here i've been uh, it's, it feels like it's been a minute since we had our, our last it, podcast it really, episode it really has been if my voice is a little bit you know um raspy i apologize this is my third show today kind of overbooked myself <laughs> I know, I kept getting notifications that you were doing podcasts. I was like, oh no, I'm too, I can't yeah. look, I can't listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited that we're talking about offense today. Yes, offense. Yeah. Ooh, it's a very touchy <laughs> subject. It's going to be awesome. I, I love touchy subjects. Yeah, well, uh, do you want to tell, for those who are listening, do you want to first start with a little bit of who we are? Yeah. So welcome to this episode of Offense and Why It Will Cripple You. I'm just waiting for more listeners, but if you're listening on another platform, I'm the German guy, a.k.a. Stefan Clausen, and you're here with the amazing Save the Tacos. Um, we basically like to talk about things that will challenge us to, to become better people, and then inevitably it will change the way we see people other people and it, it will inspire them too so we do yeah. think that it the most important thing is to start with yourself obviously yes. when we talk offense we want to stay vulnerable we want to stay real but also then look at how can we go about offense it's a tough touchy subject so yeah mm -hmm. urban yeah. monk is already joining in thank you uh save the tacos how about you tell us about yourself Yeah, so um, as you know, oh, give me one second. Oh, okay, yeah. I accidentally almost changed partners again. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Urban so monk, don't steal my girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So my name is Save the Tacos, and yeah, so I've been on cereal for a little bit, and I'm really, really passionate about mental health, about relationships of all kind. Um, and above all else, uh, healing, like personal healing and finding ways to, uh, to heal from trauma, from anger. And I think one of the, one of the reasons why offense interested me so much is that I have really struggled with offense mm. and, you know, felt guilty about it, felt frustrated that I was you know, experiencing those challenges. So, yeah, I think it's just, I think it's, I think there's, we have all been offended in some way. Yeah. And, um, and we have offended others and how we handle it shows a lot about our maturity and our spiritual maturity and emotional maturity. And so, but yeah, it kind of sucks <laughs> to does. go through that work. All right. Yeah, this is not a subject, like, I've been looking forward to this, to this subject just because it's been on the list for a week. But if I just spontaneously jumped into off offense, I would have to make sure I'm 
I'm mentally ready to talk about this because like you said, offense gets us in areas or at times when we least expect it. You, have, you might have had a bad night's sleep. You might have just, you know, there's it, all certain factors that can play into what makes you more vulnerable to offense. But at the end of the day, and I, I, I sent you a video, but at the end of the day, and I like what he said so much. I wrote it down in my book. Anyways, offense is an event, whereas offended is an action. Mm. Wow. I think that's a great place to start. Yeah. I think it's a great place to start. Um, yeah. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, just that th- there we have it in us. The decision is within us. We right. often think, we look in the environment b- around us and we point and think, oh, I'm feeling this way because of that person. I'm feeling that this way because of that mm-hmm. person. But really, you're just blaming a situation, a person. Half the time, you're just finding blame for how you feel and you're projecting. I mean, when we talk about toxicity, offense is up there. And I'm I'm a toxic person when I'm offended. I know it. Just because I am not, my senses are heightened. I'm not willing to have an open uh, open discussion or conversation. I'm just fixated on that offense. And when you don't learn to drop that offense, it piles on top of each other. And sooner or later, what, for example, an ex or a boyfriend liked about the girlfriend after two years now, after years of offense, turns into something he hates about that person. So it changed, completely changes your outlook on mm. the person. But it starts with you and within. Yeah, you just mentioned something about um, how it changes the view about somebody. I know that I've become, you know, I've been hurt. I've been offended. Um by people and what it ultimately does is that I can hold on to that anger and then that my interpretation or my view of that person becomes dirtied and it becomes not just dirty but really it becomes um oh my goodness the word is the tip of my tongue but it it changes it becomes an alternate version of who they really are because I'm just thinking of them for how they I think of them and I think about the way that they offended me and not perhaps their intention or maybe it was by accident. Whatever it is, it starts to damage my – it starts to stop me from looking at things with a full – with a balanced point of view. I get stuck in what I believe and how I feel and not able to see beyond what I'm feeling. Hmm. Absolutely. And this is a nasty side of offense, something that I feel like we are often not willing to look at, um, is that, actually, I'll answer that right away, let's get to this message here, it's probably Urban Monk. Yeah. Hey, German guy, and say the tacos, German guy, this is your second show that I'm on today, man, you gotta, I think I'm like your, like, number one fan today, like, I'm, I'm totally, like, <laughs> all on supporting, but, um, well, that's awesome, uh, Awesome topic again. Uh, gratitude, love to both of y'all. I think Save the Tacos came onto our show last time when we talked about empathy and um, really liked her vibe. But um, yes. so thanks, guys, for this show. And uh, 
I just wanted to share a little thought on the concept of offense. I think that um, one way we can shelter ourselves from offense being um, hurtful, I think offense turning into deep hurt for us, is making sure we don't dwell on the offense. So sometimes we might get offended, but I think ruminating on that offense or dwelling on it is what makes it turn into deep hurt. Yes. First of all, you're never too much, okay? Never. Yeah. If I do five lives a day, you're always, you can always stay for the whole thing. I never get enough support <laughs> and love from you because it, it, it keeps me going. I will definitely yes. keep supporting you. I, I really like you. I liked our talk the other day. But yeah, do you want to yeah. like, take it off here? Or, yeah. Sorry, no, if, my, really... if my, I'm slow today, I've been talking a lot today. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I definitely agree with Urban Monk. I love his energy too. Um, I do think that, right, like you said, you made a great point about how offense is an action, but offended, what is it? Is a decision you said or an action? What is it? Um, being offended is a deci- is a is a decision. Is right. So I yeah. think you know what Urban Monk was talking about is really powerful because. It's when we become offended, it's like we're focusing on that pain, we're focusing on that frustration, we're focusing on that anger, and it just breeds bitterness, right? Mm -hmm. So, being offended really requires you to, I don't know, to be insecure. I don't know, to be insecure. It's a hyper focus on something that really isn't, um, really isn't fulfilling. I think sometimes it's, it can be intoxicating to hold on to being offended because, Absolutely. you know, you're self-righteous, right? You're like, how dare right. that person make mm-hmm. me, the, you know, hurt me. But it's like, eventually it's like, it's okay to be hurt, to get your feelings hurt. It happens sometimes. But to be offended is, I don't know, it, it's like taking on a, a victim perspective. Yeah, yeah. I, totally. And I find it especially hard to not dwell when it's from someone or a person that it seems to show patterns in un, unkind or unmindful behaviors towards me, you know? I, I'm usually okay with not dwelling, but isn't that true? Like when when we feel like it's a person that might not be good for us and we keep dwelling over the same thing. That's what makes us so resentful. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to hear more about what you were saying about that speaker. I didn't get a chance to listen to his whole talk, but can you talk a little Hmm. bit more about that? Absolutely. So he was taught, he he was funny. You should totally check him out. Have have you checked him out yet? Did you listen to the whole thing or no? No, because Thursdays are crazy for me. I was so bummed. I started listening to it, but I couldn't finish it. Okay. So, obviously, he's a spiritual talker, so he he had a spiritual aspect to it. He's a Christian, right? I'll get back to the messages right away, guys. But he was kind of funny. He's a poetic... He's, in a way, a poetic person. (laughs) He was visualizing offense with a literal fence. So, he put a garden (laughs) in the middle of the stage, and he's like, this is you. He pulled up two little... Two um, relation... Two partners up there and they said look this beautiful garden and then he brought up planks and he was talking about where in the bible it says take out your own plank <laughs> and, mm. and uh he was walking around with that plank looking all over everyone was laughing and stuff but anyways 
So this couple stood across the garden. Everything was beautiful. One plank at a time, you could still see each other, no, no problem. Another plank, you, you could have let it go, but you're driving it in there. You're letting it settle in your heart. Mm. And what seems like a small dwell or small offense, they're like, ah, it's not a big deal. You know, we can still see past it, but it keeps adding on. The, it's all the little things he says that you keep holding on to that all of a sudden you have this fence in between you guys and you're wondering how it came to be all of a sudden. It'll just blow up in your face. So I thought right, that was so really interesting. To, so what you're saying is that it starts to create like a division between two yeah. people. Like it creates something. You know, I have to say, I um, I was hurt by a family member. And, you know, I had said, hey, I, I really don't want to talk about such and such thing because it's a sensitive topic for me. And right. and I appreciate I know that you care about me, but, you know, you're not really privy to all the details of what's actually happening. Mm. You know, and she kept commenting about it and, and they were very hurtful. But I also realized that, you know, there is a level of ignorance on her part. And but it was just the consistent lack of respect for boundaries that really ultimately caused of caused me to say you know enough is enough if you want to have a relationship with me then you need to respect this boundary that i'm setting she didn't and she was greatly offended with me like how you know how dare i say that to her she's my family she has the right to comment you know um so much so that i decided i wasn't going to speak to her until i got an apology um because I was so hurt by her but eventually I was just like you know what I'm so hurt that I'm being offended and then it's like I'm never I'm the one that's unhappy like Mm -hmm. I'm the one that's bitter and I'm the one that's angry and it started like you know you were talking about that fence it's like it started to build a fence a wall around my heart because I was just I was pissed off I was pissed off and meanwhile she's fine She's living her life, and Absolutely. although I, I do believe, oftentimes, you know, I think, although I know I understand that she wasn't respecting my boundaries and she was being hurtful, I can't, I needed to decide to not hold on to that resentment towards her, which is like that being offended, because it's like all it did was make me unhappy. I would get annoyed when she would call another one of my family members. I'd get annoyed when I'd see her on Facebook. And it created such a rift in our relationship. And now we haven't ultimately healed. Because now there's just like this level of mistrust. And, and that offense didn't create a barrier around my own heart and just build, just brewed that resentment. But it also damaged a relationship that maybe needed to be separated. I'm not sure. But it caused more conflict than it really needed. But, yeah. You know? Totally. Yeah. And here, let's get back to these two messages because they're like yelling yes. my name. Yes. Like, Ger- German guy popped this <laughs> message. And like kind of getting deeper on that. So if you look at some of the ancient um, minds and philosophies, for example, like the concept concept of being stoic, right? Which has origins from Greece, I believe. And uh, I can speak because I'm a, a practicing Hindu from like the ancient wisdom from India and in, in Hinduism. So in, in spirituality and the spiritual sciences there, they believe that we are not the body and we are not the mind, but rather we are we are the soul, right? This eternal peace mm-hmm. of the supreme consciousness. 
And so a lot of times an app, like an application of this is basically when people like, oh, don't take it personal, right? So don't take the offense personal. Um, don't allow that offense to kind of seep into your psyche and ruminate and dwell on it and get deeply hurt by it. But they say that realize that you are not the body, you are not the body, you are not the mind that people are offending you by. You are the soul. So it's just this weird, it's like the spiritual tactic of not letting offense, offenses hurt you. Mm. Right. And, yeah. Love and one thing that also comes to my mind is when someone offends you, we can alter our perception of what's happening. Yes, the event yes. took place. Now what, I do, what do I do now? So, okay, someone offended me, someone, whether they show repeated behavior in, whether it's a intentional thing or not, what do yes. I do? You know, it is at the end of the day for my well being, just as you said, Sevatakos, you said it so beautifully, it is my, <clears throat> excuse me, my decision to let that go. And another thing we can just think of when we think about, okay, what are some alternative things I can look at that person is sometimes that person is just hurting. <clears throat> and, and they're trying to project what they feel onto other people. Okay. So if we, it's a tough one to, to look at just because we don't usually want to show empathy to people who offend us all the time but i there get is, that i yeah yeah i feel like i don't know like self-righteousness comes up to me right like right because i feel like sometimes it becomes an armor and it kind of makes me think of urban yeah. i i would love to hear more about what he was saying it was really interesting because i feel like offended to me equals self-righteousness and I don't know. I feel like it's a it's a piece of armor, but it's not a helpful piece of armor, right? Like it's just I don't know. I, I just think it breeds division in your own spirit, in your own mm -hmm. mind, yeah, in your relationships. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm curious to hear what others have to say about it. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just saying. I'm looking at some different ways we can think about the situation differently, and right. obviously yeah. the the, fun, the fundamental issue is. Obviously, it has to do with us, right? Right. It has to do with us. And, I mean, it's a tough pill to swallow, even for me, because um, the truth is that the closer you are to a person and the more you hide your expectations of them, the higher the ability, the, the higher the, what's the right word? Mm. The chance is to, for you to get offended. But you're, you don't usually get offended when you're running when someone cuts you off in traffic, unless you're, yeah. you have road rage. Right. Yeah, definitely. So right. instead of being super spiritually deep about it, making it more practically applicable is basically what I said last time is like, don't take it personally and don't allow the offense to mm -hmm. um, hurt your psyche as a person. Uh, I think they're definitely constructive and positive ways of taking things and looking at things, maybe like feedback. But I think, what I've noticed from my own experiences is that people who end up getting deeply hurt or tarnished or um, have their psyche kind of really damaged mm -hmm. is when they let offenses um, that may have happened years ago like hurt them for years on end. Right? Right. So those offenses will kind of hurt them so deeply that they don't forget it. They ruminate, they dwell, yeah. um, and that has huge impacts on people's lives. So 
that distinction of letting offenses not hurt you, but rather just making it temporary, whether you listen to it positively or you ignore it, I think can really go a long way. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. Definitely. Yeah. Um, well, here, let's listen to that next message. I'm not going to lie. Not a lot actually gets me offended anymore. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's just words. It's just audio. That's all it is. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. you're only doing harm to yourself. You don't deserve that. I really um, enjoyed what Urban Monk was saying. Um, for me, you know, when he was describing was describing uh, some of those spiritual beliefs, it made me think of a scale. Like, I just have this vision of a scale um, and how... You know, every time a word of hurt is sent your way, it's like you have to measure. You have to weigh how much attention you're going to give to it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how much are you going to let that, how much weight are you going to give that word of offense? Um, right. And, you know, Ronnie was talking, was saying that it doesn't really hurt him anymore. It's just audio, it's words. And I wish I could be more like that, but I am a sensitive person. But... Yeah. I, I, something that has like empowered me is deciding like how much value am I going to give to the person that's hurt me, right? Like if I'm hurt and it's somebody I respect, it does make me wonder, well, is there some truth to it? You know, maybe it was by accident that I was offended or maybe something being said is resonating with me and it feels uncomfortable, but it's right. the truth. Or is it just to harm me? Right. That's a good that's a good point. I think sometimes we mistake s- s- constructive criticism for offensive behavior and it might seem or look very similar, right? Mm. For sure. For sure. But, yeah. but the question then is can you recognize what is what? I feel like when we grow in awareness we can really see or Depending depending on the person, too, you have to kind of know the person to be offended, which brings me back to, really, when you do struggle with offense, it's someone you know personally. Mm. And, you know, like, we usually don't get offended by strangers. I at least don't. Yeah, it's mostly people I know that offend me. I never get offended by strangers. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know you. <laughs> I, <care less. laughs> it's, I think it's, <laughs> like, I really do. I'm just like, okay. See you never. But it is with, like, I think our closest relationships. Sometimes it's the relationships we value the most or we think are the most important. And sometimes are. Yeah. Um, I recently... I recently was really hurt by somebody in um, my life. And, um, I was so hurt, but I didn't name my hurt, right? Like, I didn't say, hey, when you said that to me, I know you didn't mean to hurt me, you know? Um, I just kept, I just kept on to this, this hurt that it just grew and grew and grew in my mind and became more powerful because I no longer felt, um... Like, I could respect that person. I never, I no longer felt like it was worth saying something to that person. I just, it just started to unravel and become something bigger and bigger than what it really was. 
Um, and it, so when you said earlier that offense, being offended is a decision. Wow. That really resonates with me. Right. Really resonates yeah. with me. Because often we don't even know. Like when I'm in the middle of offense, it feels like the best thing to do. It feels like I'm going to put my foot down, you know, mm. and I'm going to put that person in place. But when I when I have to be honest with myself, when I'm in a place again of mindfulness and when I'm calmed down, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't speak out of that anger because it would have just made everything hundred times worse. Right. Yes, it really does. Um, yeah. Do you do you have anything like a story you'd like to share, or does anybody have a question? Yeah, I usually I'm not big of a story guy. I'm always. You probably know me well enough. I'm more of like a textbook kind of kind of answers. Like, let's move forward. Let's how 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 do you move forward, move forward with this? Let's go to the next point. Stuff like that. So, but I do sometimes go in with experiences too. But yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm German in that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> textbook, textbooky answers. But hey, if you guys are still listening, we're a little bit tired. See the talks had a long day. I had a lot of shows. Give us some thumbs up and some love. Just to give, to get us going, you know. I mean, woo, 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 woo. I mean we, we're going at it, but you know, what I mean, we just need some passion sometimes. You know, and you guys you, make it possible for sure. Thank you for listening. It, you know what it makes me think of? Um, I think being offended is so relevant in our culture today. Um, we live in like a time of cancel culture, and um, I don't. I find it interesting how, I don't know if before we talked about being offended as much as we do now. I feel like someone is always offended by something else. You know, it becomes an important topic in the media and then someone gets canceled. And I remember like this cancel culture starting and sometimes if for the beginning it felt like, yes, you know, like, this politician shouldn't be in power because they did something awful or like that musician. Wow. They're very problematic and they have a history of like, you know, sexual abuse, right? Like, you know, sorry to be so get so heavy, but now it just feels like everybody gets canceled quickly and for no reason. And I think my whole point of bringing that up is that being offended and constantly living in a place of offense it really like destroys common ground and yeah. dialect, right? And like real change. Like I think cancel culture was started to cause change, right? To people who sure. were in power and were being negative. But now I yeah. feel like what it does is just it doesn't really cause change. People get offended, they put stuff on social media, someone gets canceled, and no change ever really happens. Yeah. So and I to think, elaborate what you said yeah. real quick before I forget this. Um Sometimes when our senses are heightened, when we already look at someone with intention of that person's probably going to hurt me. I was doing a talk earlier about the, the importance of how you direct your thoughts. Mm. And, you know, thinking something will make it so. There's nothing in, inherently bad or good, but thinking so, like thinking about it makes it so. You know what I mean? Mm. So often we are not even in the best place when we get offended. Sometimes that person... Maybe that is offending. You had a long day at work, just comes in. Maybe they had a just long conversation with their boss uh, that was really not good for them or it was stressing them out. Then they come home 
and you don't see what happened. You just see that person mm -hmm. coming home, giving you a quick look and saying, yeah, whatever. You just see how the person is responding to you, but you don't see why. And when we grow in that awareness that something, just giving them the, the benefit of the doubt, I guess is what I'm trying to say, could also mm. be one way to really shift our offense. Right. Wow, that's a really great point. A really great point. I love that. Hey, girl. Uh, hey. I feel like I'm jumping <laughs> into this a little bit late, but how about uh, maybe talking about how other people get offended for you? <laughs> you know, kind of t tying it into cancel culture. It could be something that has nothing to do with you personally, but you get offended quote-unquote, for someone else. I just think that's an interesting topic. Maybe you guys can discuss it really quick. Yeah. I don't know how well, deep I'll go into it, but it's definitely a good point. What do you think, Save the Tacos? I mean, I kind of want to hear... I, I have an opinion on it, but I feel like Anna Alexis is coming from a place of experience, or... I don't know. I feel like she probably has a good example in mind, but I, I know what... I, I don't know. I just feel like I know what she means, right? Like... I I can I can think of times being in a workplace, for instance, where I'll share what the boss said to me, right? What my supervisor said or what my manager said. And my colleagues are go, oh, my God, I can't believe she said that about you. Oh, I, how yeah. dare she say that to you? <laughs> and the person's offended for me. And I'm like, really? What What do you mean? Like, what, what, what are you talking about? I hadn't even what this manager said to me didn't even. I was like, okay, it didn't resonate. It didn't cause me harm. It didn't cause me worry. Nothing. I was just like, okay, cool. But other people mm -hmm. get offended. And it's moments like that where I have to stop and think, hmm, <laughs> what is their agenda with being offended for me? Right. Like, what are, you, what are you trying to, are you really offended for me? Or is there an agenda in being offended? Or, you know, or even if it, there's no agenda, but it's, it's almost like, it, that energy you, you're you're like you can feed into that energy where there was no anger where there's no hurt all of a sudden you're like yeah that person is awful to me yeah she shouldn't have said that to me and this like this like this feeling of self-righteousness like swells up in me and I it's like I don't know I think that offense is self-righteousness and it feels your it blows your head up to proportions that don't that it shouldn't be in I just think it's really like I don't know. It, it's just a weird, trippy, self-righteous trip, in my opinion. Right. You know, and I do think that people get offended for you. And when they do that, it's really important, I think, to, like, be on the defense or be on the, not the defense, but the offense, like, build a little bit of protection for yourself and really balance or weigh why they're offended, you know. And is this offense for me to carry, right? Like, uh, is this a is this a me problem or is this a they problem? Yeah, I don't know. I've, I don't know. If, and I think this is not the answer um, you're looking for, dear listener. But I don't think I, I worry too much about, about that part. I think it, it's an interesting food it's interesting food for thought kind of thing mm -hmm. but if someone is offended if i'm if someone else is offended because someone said something to me or did something to me eh, you know honestly i wouldn't even see it as a bad thing it's like that person likes me enough to see like i don't like this or that but in either case when you're offended you take the offense and you drop it you try and discipline yourself enough to drop it sooner and sooner and sooner to the point where you can hear an offense, 
you can feel it for like two seconds and you drop it. You know what I mean? The, the more we practice dropping it, the more happy we'll be because letting go will give you peace. Mm. It really will. It really will. It just feels like a burden too heavy to carry. It does, yeah. It does, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Wow. It is interesting. I don't know. One is are there ever times in your life where you feel most offended? Oh yes. Like are there like times things that trigger offense in you, right? Like that you're like, mm-hmm. oh my God. I know that when this happens or I'm in this frame of mind, I'm going to be offended and I need to watch myself. (laughs) Absolutely. I think it's a really great point. There's a person, I'm not going to say names. I'm just going to keep it all confidential. (laughs) But every time, you know, and I think to some degree, there might be a piece of, yeah, offense where another person can't let it go and you just... You have moved on, but one person hasn't, for example. And every time you enter a room, you just feel the energy drop. You feel that stare on you. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. dude, nothing I'm going to say or do will, imp- will change you. Like, to some degree, it pisses me off just because it's like I'm tired of dealing with the same offense when I have dealt with it from other people. Like, I moved on already. But... And then I get offended once again. So it's like, am I really, did I really let it go? So it's really mm. hard. Like, do you, it goes back to the conversation we had earlier, like maybe two weeks ago, to try and not be around people who are toxic. toxic. Because if there's a piece of offense that is having a hard time communicating your offense. If you communicate mm. your offense in a respectful manner, if it's a healthy person, it'll help it'll help everyone just drop it mm. but what you do with the person who holds on to it you've already dropped it you can't do anything i'm sorry it just sucks to say it but you cannot do anything all you can do is do the best for you put up boundaries right do a bunch of mindfulness when you know that person comes around i don't know <laughs> you've you know? sage when they walk into the room <laughs> 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 oh my god absolutely absolutely so then it brings me to point number four or another point which is practicing detachment yeah in, in those situations practicing detachment it's not always a good thing but sometimes it can come in very handy it's a useful detached. skill yes I, I think it's a useful skill when used at the right time mm-hmm you know, like, yeah, you don't want to detach from good things, from important <laughs> things, but detachment, it is a, it is a necessary coping skill to yeah. survive, <laughs> to survive some, some of the interactions we have with people and not even survive, but to still, despite a horrible attitude or a negative person, you can still thrive in that kind of space. Yeah, absolutely. guy. I'm, Hi, I hope you guys are a good German guy. Save the tacos. Hope you guys are having a really good night. Good evening. I haven't caught. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I just came in, but it was something that's like <laughs> I'm over it, right? I feel it, but I'm over it. And I was thinking, if you were really over it, do you think it would still like catch you off guard? Would it still be annoying? Would it still raise your hackles? Would you still like have any feelings about it at all if you're over it? 
not trying to speak for you, so if this is out of turn, please let me know. But I just find no, that good. always find it curious because I know I've done it myself, and I just know so many people who are like, "I'm over it," but I still get irritated. And it's like, well, if, right. you're, if you're over it, like, why are you irritated? And if you're irritated, like, you're very obviously not over it. Like, okay. I, I don't think I was saying that I, that I'm over. Maybe you did say that, but no, I don't no, think. I think- yeah, go ahead. I think Jimmy Jake is referring to like when we say something like when we, you know, com- oh, commonly people will gotcha. say, oh, I'm over it. It doesn't even bother me anymore. But you're still okay. so intense and clearly offended by it. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, okay. Yeah, I understand. Is there, is, is, have you really moved on if you still mm-hmm. have this certain level of aggression or frustration when you say, I'm over it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that makes me smile too. It's like, man, your tone <laughs> and your body language is not telling me that you're over it. Looks like right. you're kind of resenting something. It's like <laughs> your words don't match your face, honey. Let's talk about it. Let's break that down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, uh, Jimmy. It's always it's always so good to have you here. Also, I love- oh yeah, Juno Trump. Sure. Juno Trump. It's a very interesting name, but yeah, thanks for being here. <laughs> I know it's really funny. I saw that. I love the come over. Um, yeah. I have an opinion on it. I think that if you're still, there's still anger, frustration, like aggression when you say I'm over it, it's because you're not over it. Because mm-hmm. I think, I think it's because I was reading that like offend when we're offended, often it's because it is a choice, but it's also because it's touching on an insecurity. Absolutely. Even if what that person said isn't completely true, maybe there's a part of it that is touching a, a part of you that lacks self-worth, or maybe it's touching, it's, it's, it's po- poking at um, a place where you feel insufficient or you yeah. feel that you are weakened. Um, so I think like saying I'm over it, it is, it's, I think it's a protective measure, right? I think it's to self preservation, you know, for self preservation because you're embarrassed. But in reality, you are offended. So it's like, at least if you're offended, name it and accept it. Right. Right. Denying that you're not offended sometimes I think is worse. Yeah. And, and a weird, that insecurity that you talked about can quickly turn into self centeredness. And when you, once you're self centered, <gasps> anything. Mm. And everything can make you offended. Right. Because then yeah. the world resolves around you and how it should treat you and all that other stuff. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's like it can become an entitlement. I know that when I've been, I can only speak for me, to be honest. I can only speak for me. When I've been offended with people, there's almost like the anger I have with that person. It really feels like something it almost feels like like a like you know how little kids little kids have their blankies right it's something or a teddy bear it's something that they hold on to it comforts them they take it everywhere i feel like being offended is like a negative blankie or a negative teddy bear that you're just holding on because it comforts you sometimes being offended you're more comfortable being offended than not because you're comfortable in your self-righteousness, in your insecurity. You're comfortable in the, in the victim, in a vic- with a victim mentality. Um, when really it's like if, that, if that, what that person did to you was wrong, let it go, man. Let that toxic yeah. shit go. 
I love it. Yeah. Sometimes I think also it's like it's a good reminder that we are allowed to have feelings, and right. it's just a reminder of like, oh, I still have feelings about this. Like this, this still makes me feel something. That thing it makes me feel maybe is not very productive, right? Like I don't know that I ever equate that there are good feelings or bad feelings, but there are definitely feelings that are more productive than others, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like, oh wow, I, I just I see that I'm still feeling something. Mm-hmm. You know, and for whatever reason, I feel like I, you know, like I think that I shouldn't be feeling something or I don't want to be feeling something and just being able to acknowledge like, oh, I still feel something like I have a, a dear friend who she has not been feeling great for a while. I think she's been very depressed. And I was talking to her the other day and reminding her that, like, I know that you don't like being depressed, but like you're allowed to just not feel good. Right. Like right. if you don't feel good, you don't feel good. Like just you're allowed to. And I think sometimes we have to just give ourselves permission to just feel things. Right. It's, it's like, and that's part of mindfulness, right? Like that's one of the components mm-hmm. of mindfulness is accepting that you have a feeling and not shaming yourself for having that feeling. Yeah. Right. Like not being mad at yourself or being angry that you're offended, that you're hurt or that you have whatever feeling. And I think, you know, it's the same with being offended. It's like, I think, I think with being offended, it's like, to me, when I think offended, I think of somebody who is not hurt. It's not, you know, mourning. I think of somebody who wants to be upset to be upset because it's more comfortable. I think there's a difference between being offended and then being hurt. I don't know if that makes sense. Absolutely. And sometimes I think we're just hurt. And sometimes we go out with and try to project our insecurities on people when really we need to go in our room and have some mindfulness time. You know, get over that mood swing that we're feeling or just, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> just read your <laughs> Yeah. I'm offended with being offended. <laughs> uh, you know what? I was going to mention this, say the tacos. Here's the thing. I think we're having a craft, tough crowd. I think there's a lot of heavy hitters going on. We don't have a lot of, like, people chiming in. And in, a, in another way, in, in a way, I might be offended because of that. Because I always maybe <laughs> maybe... But maybe it's a good point, though. Maybe our expectations will give us reasons to be offended. Right. If my expectations wasn't like, yeah, I'm going to be really honest. Sometimes it's tough, whatever. If my expectations was like, I wish that I had 10 listeners, live listeners listening in. And then I have one or two. Why would I be offended? Because my expectations were over the roof. Right. So maybe we just need to drop our expectations sometimes. I was going to feel this topic. And <laughs> and now I'm like, you know, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with being offended with offense. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> then you know what to, how to deal with it where it's coming from your own, like, insecurities right. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> offense, it shows how, how deeply rooted offense can be. You We might not even realize it. Right. It might not even be a person. You know, maybe we might get offended by certain, certain situations where it's like, oh, interesting. 
I think that's such a good point. Um, and let me know if you guys can't hear me. I'm driving, so it's like this is going through my hands free. But um, yeah, I think that's a good point because it's like you could say that on one hand, being offended is like being, it's like adjacent to hurt, right? Um, yes. And it makes it difficult because, like, we can't qualify hurt. Like, if I were to tell you, like, to go get a bucket of offended and go get a bucket of hurt so we can <laughs> examine them side by side, like, you couldn't do that, right? Like, they, they don't exist anywhere. There's no hurt and there's no offense anywhere that you, we can, like, look at under a microscope. So it's like we just have to take people on their words. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like they're similar, right? It's like, because it is. It's like there's something about us that it's like we want to protect and we want to define. Mm-hmm. And we're like, you know, we're like... It, it makes me think of that idea of like disrespect, right? Like a lot of times people get offended when they feel disrespected, but like there, like a, that's also a thing. Like there is no thing with just like a blanket stamp that says disrespect. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's what I think it is. It's like I think that being offended is hurt because there's. I agree with Jimmy Jake that there's no, there is no wrong feeling, right? Like what you feel is what you feel and to put um, shame or right or wrong or good or bad and associate those things with feelings makes no sense, right? Because you agree with Jim Jing. You have the right to feel what you feel. But I think that where I have a trouble with being offended is that it's hurt, but it's hurt. Sometimes it's hurt not used in the proper way, right? Like, no one wants to be hurt. And no one wants to be mistreated and devalued. But I do believe that offended is, is, is something similar to hurt, but it's not, it's a decision to linger. It's a decision to be comforted by the hurt. I don't know if that makes sense. It, and it that's does. just a thought. I'm, it gets my wheels turning. I'm, I have to think about it myself. Right. And I and I welcome anyone to challenge it because I think I'm still trying to figure out what I think about it. <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm like, teach me. Teach me. I am your student. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, I just love when Jimmy J gets on any chat because you just get my wheels turning and get me excited. And I just love your positive voice you know yeah, um, yeah my voice is when, when i talk save the tacos gets offended so no <laughs> what what what'd you say you're still my stereo best friend <laughs> i was being sarcastic that's funny i know but yeah, i don't know okay i i feel like we we want to scratch some at the, at the surface of 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 this i want to push it a little bit further and see yeah where this offense that we feel comes from. Like, I think it's such a difficult question to answer just because we get offended over different people, situations, maybe something a person said or something a person did or didn't do. And it takes so much wisdom to, like, know how to drop that offense sometimes. What... Mm what required you to drop it in one situation might be totally irrelevant in another situation. So I'm trying to figure this out too, as, as you're asking me this very difficult questions. (laughs) 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 
Jimmy Jake. Oh, he was. He wants to save us with a very wise answer. <laughs> yeah, I think both of you are like really spot on. I think both of you are just putting down so much wisdom in this, because um, it makes me think of this idea. It's like wanting to protect the self, right? It's because you can think of the offended. It's like, well, I don't like that, right? I don't like that, and so I want you to change it, right? It's you could think of that in many ways, like being offended if it's not like being used to protect another person because sometimes we can be offended on someone else's behalf right we can be like yeah. uh yo bro you need to treat this person with more respect and more kindness and you know i really don't appreciate your terrible behavior right now versus like when we're when we're offended like purely for our own sake right like when we're offended and yeah. it's like uh excuse me sir like you need to change your behavior because I need to be more satisfied and I need to be more comfortable and yes. me 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 I I I I I I am so important how dare you treat me this way so I think it's like very subtle right between ourselves and selfishness yeah yes. exactly yeah when I think about um, being offended about someone else I don't really want to really explore why and when because I'm usually over it after like no time but yeah, when because... it comes when yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. But when it, when I have a problem with offense is when it lingers inside of me. And I think in some way when we are very self-critical and don't accept ourselves and are hard on ourselves, maybe we give birth to this thing called offense because when you're filled with self-love and acceptance i don't know maybe i'm totally wrong and correct me if i am but when i'm totally accepted and totally present totally joyful i don't seem to find offense in anything right right you know um you said something that Jimmy said something that really resonated with me about how offense is like self-preservation or self-protection. Um, I really, I really, I really agree with that. I think that it's like when you are offended for someone else, it's because you're witnessing injustice and you can't, you can't deal with it, right? You're being offended because you're witnessing injustice. But when you're offended because you're offended, it's like, you're just kind of, it's like the protection of your ego. Yeah. And not Absolutely. protecting your dignity, right? There's a difference between self-protecting your dignity and protecting um, uh, your ego. Yeah. It's insane sometimes when we really dig into topics. I mean, at first, uh, I'm going to be honest, I didn't dig this either, save the tacos. Yeah. Maybe it was with the fact, maybe it had to do with the fact that I'm tired or maybe because like there's almost no people giving us support. I don't know what I would do with Jimmy Jake right now. Jimmy, you're a lifesaver. But yeah, thank you, honey. <laughs> what it did help me with was to realize, to get to the bottom of things. And the bigger I deep, the more I found out, find out that life is not as complicated as we make it. Mm. You know, well, when you, you get think? filled with, I think it comes back to taking time for self-love. Love yourself. Mm. Yeah. Because when you love yourself, 
and you don't look for that acceptance from other people. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up a quote right now. Are you gonna resonate with it? Give me one sec. Yeah, I I agree with you about like self love, like that that connection between the relationship between self love and offense, right? Because what you're saying is so true. When I know that I am nothing but light and I love me and I love and I love my journey. I love that I am growing. That although I may still have weak points, I'm growing, I'm developing, I'm I'm morphing into the beautiful to the better me, the beautiful me. So it, there's less room to be offended because you just know that it's not true. Mm. You know that 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 offense is. It, it's just there's no room in your heart for it. There's no room for that offense to bloom. Wow. It's a weed, you know, and it's like. Self love pushes that, pushes some of those, that darkness from growing. That's, in your, I in your love, life. I love, love, love what you said about truth. So often we th- we put more value on just being right than truth. Truth mm. will, truth will throw your rightness out the window sometimes. But when you f- <laughs> right. focus on truth, it, it, it's like, it it almost screams at me. Offense is a big lie. Mm. it's a big mm. lie yeah it is right mm. interesting I love this I love this topic now I don't know why it was a <laughs> rocky start but I'm loving this <laughs> right <laughs> no it was on my end I was tired I did. I was like no. I don't know I should have brought more energy you know no 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 same here <laughs> same here <laughs> But at the end of the day, we can learn from any situation. Right. And yeah, I'm going to learn yeah. from this and, and let's keep, let's keep grinding. <laughs> Save the tacos. You said something, I think that was so brilliant. That idea of like offense is protection of the ego versus protection of dignity. Because if we were really protecting dignity, we wouldn't be offense. Uh, you know, we wouldn't be offended. We would just be like, "Oh yeah, like I just need to take care of this, right?" Mm-hmm. So that I think is just so beautiful. And German guy, I hear it. You guys always just have such great, amazing talks. And I, I don't know how you guys don't get tired. Like there was a point where I was on this app all the time, and then I was like, "Gosh, I'm too tired. Like I just worked a whole day. I don't have time to like, <laughs> or I don't have the energy to just like sit and listen to people." Jimmy Jake, I was gone all last week because I was like, my life is in shambles. I'm a failing grad student. So <laughs> same, Jimmy Jake, same. I have to yeah. take breaks. <laughs> but German guy's a beast. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I was going to say the exact opposite. Like, honestly, end of the week podcasts are tough for me just because I'm introverted. And sometimes I book too many shows exactly when I should rest. And I feel like this has just been, my gut is saying, oh man, you could have had, anyways, I'm not going to go into (laughs) self-unforgiveness. Self-deprecation. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) self-condemnation. But it's, yeah, to be honest, Jimmy Jake, I, I have huge bags under my eyes, okay? I'm, I'm tired. I need I need to go sleep after this. <laughs> Even with some my friend, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Jake, thank you for coming through and supporting us. Because it is that end of the week where I'm like, Dag, I still have more yeah. reports to write. <laughs> right. 
but I'm trying to be in the moment present. But also, Jimmy yeah. Jake, I love your opinion on things. You always kind of, you always leave me a little like, hmm, inspired. I like that. Yeah. I like your perspective. And German guys, obviously German guys. Obviously. That's my friend. Are you sure? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Number one stereo friend. <laughs> yeah. You were going to share a quote with us. Oh, right. I am, my brain is literally, I think, well, I don't, well, is it okay well, if we go for another 10, 15 minutes and then we just, we just wrap it up? Wrap it up. Yeah, no problem, man. If you live for people's acceptance, you will die from their rejection. Oh, say it again so they can hear it in the back. If you if you live for people's acceptance, you will die from their rejection. What? What? So true. What? Right? That squashes my soul. Like chasing other people's <laughs> acceptance is so it's so debilitating yeah. and it's pointless. Yeah. And it wraps it up <laughs> good because if if you don't physically die, which is hardly the case, but in extreme cases, I mean, it can turn into heartbreak, and heartbreak can actually kill you. But if you live by people's acceptance, it will cripple you. Mm. That's why offense will cripple you, because you're trying to find acceptance from a source that ha- doesn't have it for you. The only source that has it is from within. And if you need mm. to go to specific areas, if you need to go to your higher power or, or whatever you need to do, to do that and please do but it has to come from within that acceptance yeah i agree i agree i think knowing that where you're talking about a higher power or something a greater than outside of you really like i had to go to aa for a, a class right and i'm like can i go to aa for like for wisdom <laughs> because i remember walking in and I was, you know, I was really struggling at the time with depression. And, I, you know, I have to go for my class. They say, go to an AA meeting, an open meeting, and just observe. What is it like? And I have to tell you, that AA meeting changed my life. Like, and wow. I think what changed my life about it was that there's so much power in looking outside of yourself and finding purpose and meaning in that you know, for me, it's I believe in God. I believe that He's my higher power. But no, but I also believe in the power of like community and like loving your fellow person, like your fellow man, your fellow woman, your fellow people, is so powerful because it there's it just leaves less room to be offended because it's like you just realize that everybody is on a journey and everybody is trying to grow and mm-hmm. to be like I said, their most beautiful selves, right? So I yeah. think when you realize that people, they're just trying their best, it's so much easier to not be offended. Wow. It's like, how can I hate you? Like, how can I really be mad at you when I know that, like, you're in the struggle like me? And you know what? Your struggle, whew. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't be able to walk a foot in your, in your struggle, yeah. walk a day in your struggle. And it's funny how acceptance kind of, uh, I don't know, it's funny how acceptance is so in tune or connects so well with not being offended just because like when i think about the aa meeting i think about like change like accepting the things you can't change changing Mm -hmm. changing the things you can and knowing the wisdom to know the difference or having the wisdom to know the difference yeah Uh, and 
I feel like if we accept that a person did something that offended us or did something out of their character, let's just say, let's just see it as truth. That happened. Boom. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be offended at it just because there might be hundred reasons why that happened, but it's not in my power to change it because it already happened. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, that's such an amazing quote. And I'm so glad that you brought that to the table, yeah. especially I think in relationship to this idea of offense, right? Why it cripples us. Because I think, I think so many people get offended because they simply, they, they want our approval. They want our acceptance. They want yeah. our love, our affection, wow. our devotion. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we just don't have it all the time, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe we don't like everyone. Maybe we don't like everything. Maybe... You know, we, we just don't have it to give, right? We don't have the milk of mother's kindness, so to speak. Mm. And sometimes people take offense to that, even though they themselves routinely, you know, deny their own love, <laughs> affection, acceptance, approval from other people, and they don't think yes. anything of it. So that wow. I think is a big thing. Like how many people cannot take criticism or even just can't take, you know, like so many people just want devotion all the time. Wow. Wow. That is so true. <laughs> Oh Oof. my goodness. Going into deep waters now, I tell you. <laughs> and I want to say thank you both to you for letting me just yammer on and talk so much. <laughs> um, is that, I don't know if you guys believe in past lives or not. You may or may not. But at least in my own belief system is like, you know, I believe that for whatever reason, like I practice loving people for many mm -hmm. lifetimes, right? Like loving people just comes easier to me than I think it does to some people. To the point where, like, mm -hmm. I feel like I can just love and accept any anyone. Like, literally, like, if I met Hitler tomorrow, like, I know that what Hitler did was bad. And I would hope, you know, I don't know if I'd be able to do anything to stop him. But it's like, I feel like I can still have <laughs> love for him and still hope for him to be happy and hope for him to do, like, good in the world and for himself and for others. And because of it, I feel like, you know, like, that's because of my past lives. And, you know, so... I feel like, like I realized this, sorry, I'm kind of rambling on, but what I realized is that like my greatest wish is that I just want other people to be happy, Same. right? Like literally, like some people want money, they want fame, they want beauty. Like I just want other people to be happy. Right. Yeah. Like I have to say, I live in like a really competitive region of the States and, you know, I live right outside of New York and, you know, so it's a very much like a, everyone is, you know, not everyone, but a lot of it's it's just a go 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 kind of culture and um and you know you're always looking at real estate and you're always looking at oh man you know how much is this person making you know the first thing we ask each other is oh so what do you do um and i find myself being like i'm not a part of that hamster wheel like ultimately i just want to be happy and at peace with myself and i want to just love people the way that they deserve to be loved because that is like pure satisfaction. I mean, like I'm surrounded by people who have so much, but have such little like freedom in loving themselves and loving other people. Like, I just want to be like, I just want to be free to love myself and to love others um, and accept myself and accept others and, and just be a source of light and goodness for people. So, yeah, like having all that stuff, like all that money and cars, like it's great to be comfortable, right? It's great to, you know treat yourself but like yeah it's just there's so much more satisfaction in being being light and love you know mm -hmm. i love it what she said was a joke and so like 
part two of that long rambling message. It's all good. It's all good. Is so like because when I realized that, like all I want is for other people to be happy, and I don't mean like you know like the pleasure you know, like Mm -hmm. get what they want kind of happiness. I mean, like the deep seated satisfaction, comfort and peace, you know, just like being so completely satisfied in their life. Like, that's what I want. I want people, I want every other being in all of existence to just like be so deeply satisfied in their life. But when I was young, I didn't understand that. And so it would manifest as like wanting to please other people, right? It would manifest as like people pleasing, which really, if I'm honest, like pleasing people like that can never really make them happy, right? Because Mm. pleasing other people is never going to give them like deep satisfaction. But I didn't know that. And so for a long time, I really struggled with the acceptance and approval of others because all I wanted them for them was to be happy. And I thought for them to be happy, like there had to be a connection between us. But I know that's not the truth now. Mm, wow that's so great mm. wow i love that i need that to marinate in my heart a little bit longer <laughs> and you know what i would like to just be honest here too the example that i gave before was having expectations right and for example i'm just gonna give a detailed example just because now i can just get out there what i feel because sometimes, yes, it's nice to have a lot of listeners. It's nice to like see, have expectations based on, because you've put a lot of work and energy and preparation into it. And here's the thing. As soon as I accepted that, hey, we're just going to have a conversation. It doesn't matter how many people are listening in. We'll just have a conversation from our heart. I dropped that expectation and it, it, it gave the conversation opportunity again to have some life or some inspiration. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. I, I like how you're you're making a relationship between offense and expectations. Yeah. Right. Just accept. Yeah. There is a piece of acceptance that just lets lets you go. That let, lets you help. How lets you oh, let go of uh, expectations or unrealistic expectations? Obviously, yeah. I'm getting tired. Wow. Can't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm picking up what you're putting down, friend. Right? I, okay, yeah. good. And I love, a, um, I love what Jimmy Jake was saying about how, like, you know, you're not always going to necessarily be the source of somebody's content or, like, you might not always be the person they have a relationship with that brings them joy. But, like, you know, that desire for happiness for others. Yeah. <laughs> It's like happiness is something that comes and goes. And it's just a fleeting sensation, a fleeting feeling. But it's like, you know, like what he's saying, I think, Jimmy Dick, what you're saying is like that peace of mind, that content, you know, being content. Yeah. That's what you want for other people where like they have peace of mind, you know? Yeah. Like that's, that's what I want. Like there's so, like I want to always be in a place of peace of mind and and you know it's funny like being on stereo i love it because it's like it's not fun when i'm like looking for the views it's fun when i'm just enjoying hearing other people's perspectives and um i love when we have great conversations with stereos because it just reminds me that there's so much goodness in the world and that there's so many people that i can learn from you know like i don't necessarily believe in past lives but I really believe in love and I believe in what you're saying about like loving other people so much and just caring about 
the world outside of you. And I think being offended is living in a lonely world of one where all that matters is that I'm offended and that I've been hurt and that I've been mistreated rather than accepting that, yeah, wow, like what I experienced it really hurt me, but I'm going to find forgiveness in me and I'm going to find grace and healing, right? So I think when you can move away from offense, you enter into like community and you can mm-hmm. enter into a place of peace. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I got and to you say know what? about that. <laughs> I love it. And I think I got for myself, and I hope for you too, Save the Cast, Save the Tacos, and Jimmy Jake. I got something. Sorry, yeah, I'm gonna call it a day soon. <laughs> but I got something valuable out of this conversation, and I wrote it down on paper here, and I'm gonna remember it. So you can't get offended when you have, when you accept offense, or when you have a great deal of acceptance. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, there's no room for it. Mm. No room. So, to wrap it up, why will offense cripple you? It just will. Accept it. Accept (laughs) the offense and see the offense as a... a, Being offended is a decision and the offense is just an event. Accept the event. Boom. Acceptance. Mindfulness. Yes. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you, both of you. I hope you both have a really wonderful night. German guy, get some rest. Just so much love to both of you. I'm so grateful to get to interact with you both tonight. Thank you, Jimmy Jake. Love it. I've had a great time. Well, homie, I think we did a great job. (laughs) I think so, too. (laughs) We had a tough crowd. I mean, Jimmy Jake is not a tough crowd, but you know what I'm saying. There's a lot of heavy hitters out there right now. No, but But I was... I was so excited for this topic. And then yes. when the time came, I was like, nah, not feeling it anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was interesting. I know. I, I'm a woman. I have the right to change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but I I'm so glad, Jimmy Jake, you, you were loyal and you stuck around. Thank you. When others just offended us <laughs> with their actions. <laughs> and they didn't accept us by not showing up. No, just kidding. It, <laughs> It's, it was truly amazing to have you here. Um, well, guys, yeah. it was great. I love it. Shout out to Stereo World, Jimmy Jake, German guy. And I think this is a great place to stop, to end. Yeah, the end. Happy end. Adios, amigos. Adios. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.